Welcome to the Socialette Podcast, where we empower you with the marketing know-how you need to create the business of your dreams. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a marketing nerd, Shiraz lover, and passport stamp collector. Join me as I dive into all things small business marketing and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Let's get learning. Hey, welcome back to the Social Ed Podcast. This is episode 85. Today, I'm looking at five things I would do differently if I were to start over. Hindsight is a beautiful thing. I don't know how many of you know this, but I actually used to have a product-based business, which I closed down in early 2017. I'm actually really glad that that business didn't work out because I now have a business that I love a million times more. And in the process, I learned a few hundred things that I don't think I would have figured out otherwise. It's pretty funny when you think about it. I've spent maybe seven or eight years of my life studying various business qualifications. First my bachelor's, then I got partway through a postgrad diploma before I quit corporate life, and then my master's degree. And yet, I think I actually learned more in my first year of business than I did in any of these qualifications. So in today's episode, I'm celebrating hindsight and I'm sharing with you five things that I would do totally differently if I were to start my first business over again. Before we get stuck in, I'm running a free mini masterclass walking you through the five-step content roadmap that I used to grow a six-figure business in under a year. Together, we'll map out your content marketing roadmap to get you to your next 10K and you'll leave knowing exactly which eggs to put in which basket to get the best results. Even if you're too busy to even think about writing a blog post or the thought of making $10,000 terrifies you. Head to stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap to register for the time slot that suits you best. Spots are limited, so you have to register or else you will not get into the webinar room. Okay, on to the five things I'd do differently. Thing number one that I would do differently, I wouldn't rush into launching. I don't know what was going through my mind around launch time. It was like I had this idea and I felt like I had to launch it right away or someone else would steal my idea. Like it was ridiculous. To give you an idea of the rush... I had the idea for this business in late January 2016, and I planned to launch it in mid-March. I ended up launching at the start of April simply because I was hospitalized for a week with a really, really bad kidney infection around the end of February. Oh, and did I mention I was still working full-time in a corporate job, working fairly big hours? Like, it is no wonder I got as sick as I did. I was getting up at 4 a.m. every day to work on my new business, and then I was working late into the night after work. So... If you take one thing from this episode, don't rush your launch. There is no need to put that kind of pressure on yourself. And honestly, you're going to end up doing a subpar job just because you don't have the time to do things properly. You'll have to take shortcuts. Okay, number two, I would invest money in professional branding. I started my business with less than $5,000 in the bank. Like I'd literally just bought an apartment and I'd spent whatever money I'd left over furnishing my apartment. So naturally, I DIY'd my logo and my color palette and my packaging and pretty much everything. And it looked like amateur hour, which meant I could only really charge amateur level prices. Having studied marketing, I knew that branding was important, but I made a huge mistake and so many people make this mistake as well. I dismissed branding as being for the Nikes or the Apples of the world, not for small startups like mine. So if I were to do it again, I would get a proper graphic designer, not someone on Fiverr or Upwork or whatever. I would get a proper branding designer 
to do my brand from scratch. Number three, I would focus less on the followers and more on the connection I'm building with them. Because this was back in 2016, I managed to grow the Instagram account organically to 20,000 followers in under a year. These days, you would consider that a bloody good effort. The thing was, I had all these followers, but I didn't really capture their hearts. I wasn't clear on my brand messaging, my story, my why, my vision, or any, other, any of the other things you've probably dismissed as not being very important. Take it from me, they are far more important than you realize. Number four, I would outsource more things. It's really fun being the customer service person and the accounts receivable person and the invoices person and the packing and shipping person and the marketing person, said no one ever. If you're trying to do a million different things, you're inevitably going to be mediocre at all of them. Yes, I'm well aware that outsourcing costs money and money is a luxury most of us don't have in the early days of business, but you can't grow quickly if you're trying to do everything yourself. You don't have to go and hire a team of full-time staff. Just start with freelancers or contractors or whatever suits your business best and go from there. I really struggled with delegating and it's something I still do struggle with. But maybe if I hadn't been the person packing 100 orders on my living room floor one night, I would still be running that business. Number five, I'd spend more time getting to know my ideal customer. Honestly, I created a product that wasn't really solving anyone's problems and it was a product that nobody really needed. And because I didn't have my branding spot on, it wasn't really a product that people wanted that much either. Had I got to know my ideal customer a bit better, I might have taken a different approach to creating and marketing the products. Or I might have saved myself a lot of heartache and just skipped the idea altogether. So I hope you learned something from these mistakes. I certainly have. And let's just say that my current businesses are a big improvement. Don't forget to register for my free live training, five steps to your next $10,000, your content marketing roadmap. You can register at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, make sure you hit the subscribe or the follow button just so that you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you're liking this podcast so far, it means a lot to me if you take the time to just write a quick rating and a review in iTunes or Apple podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time.